Three, two, one. We are live. I miss the intro music too, guys. You guys keep telling me I miss it too. That'll be back when we do um, the live recordings like we used to, you know, before. I think it was episode 24. So those will be that'll be back. Um, find all the episodes at the cool kids table podcast.com. Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, the cool kids table podcast, Twitter. The Cool Kids Pod. Yeah, I think that's all. My guest today is my good friend, George Vargas. You might remember George from episode three. We only had an hour that day because we were doing it at a coffee shop back when this show was in the infancy. And they were closing because I had some car trouble. And so he's back. We just set this up today, like within the last 48 hours, because he was... Uh, he commented on one of the posts on Facebook, and here he is connecting to audio. So let's have him in his own words. George Vargas, are you there? I'm here. Are you here? I'm here. Loud and clear. Can you hear me? I Testing hear one, two, three, four. Four, three, two, one. Let's do it. Um, ABC, let's handle, man. Where's your beer at? Well, you said you had Tito's, right? Well, I have the Tito's here, but I just went to the freezer right now, the fridge, and I found this thing right here. Oh, cool. Truly. Truly. Sparkling Southside. I don't, it's, it's it expires April, 2020. I don't really drink these, but it's still good. Right. It has I like w- a an extended shelf. I mean, it was in the freezer. All right, let's crack it. Man. I don't want you to fucking get sick though. You hear it? Yeah. I heard it. I heard mine, man. Cheers, yeah. brother. Hold on. Let me me. Hold on. Hold on. Cheersies. Like my daughter says. Salud. All right. We just cheers right now. Oh, man, I hope it's still good. Pomegranate. What is up with your hair, man? What is up with your hair? Got a little mullet going for um, Quarantini 2020. Trying to to commemorate, you know, like um, things have been going. uh, On the personal level, things suck. (laughs) Uh, This is my sixth week out of work. I don't mind. It was by choice. And okay, I was going to put the podcast on a hiatus. You know, I was like, dude. This is a one-on-one show, you know, I like being in front of the person, seeing their reactions. The, the face says a lot, right? Even when they don't yeah. say anything. And I read body language pretty well. So I was just like, that was one of my things that I was, I quote unquote, good at. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything with this. I'm a... And then so the first week I did nothing. And then I was just kind of like, what am I going to do for fucking the next month or however long I'm going to be like this? So I just kind of... Yeah fucking started pumping out content like i used to do one episode a week when i first initially started which you were a part of okay it was i took a five-month break and i was doing every other week just to you know life's a little overwhelming and so i started doing two episodes a week during the quarantine because everybody has fucking free time to record and people are bored of netflix bored of hulu bored of there's no sports to watch you know so this thing got a lot of traction the last I want to say the last month but it, 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 so, it was so what do you consider a lot of traction what is what is a lot of traction compared to the content you were delivering the previous weeks in the last okay six weeks ago the podcast on its own was like getting listens right like it was growing here and there just because you know new episode makes new listeners that type of thing and then when I, the first week I published, like I just saw like a big, 
big influx of new listeners. You know, pe- people, I, that's how I value, not value, but I kind of see it. Like there's people I don't know start messaging me and like, hey man, found episode, whatever, whatever. My friend recommended yeah. this episode. And so I start seeing that. And then so I just kept pumping out more, two more a week. And then say like the second week of quarantine, I released two episodes and then it was just a huge skyrocket. Like all these people listen to that, right? Because there's nothing else. So I guess if you subscribe or whatever, it tells you like, hey, there's a new episode today. And so there was just a big influx. And then in the last four weeks, we've quadrupled from where we were oh, at. Yeah, so it's, it's not like, a, oh man, we got 20, 30 more followers. No, it's 400%, which is pretty crazy. Uh, we charted two weeks ago for the first time. I saw that. I saw that you were like 900 or 9,000 or something like that. Or out Uh, of, I forgot. In the worldwide, in the top 4,200, US 3,800, something like that. And it went up last week. And I'm curious to see where it will go this week because uh, initially, like Thursday, Fridays, we get a shitload of listens, but then it kind of like staggers. Sometimes I think about like making me, maybe, maybe releasing like on a Sunday night or Monday night. Because Thursday, Friday gets a lot of listens, and then Saturday, sign, Sunday, you know, it kind of, even though we're in quarantine, people kind of, I don't know, the weekend. Oh, it, it tells you your out. content by week? By, by week, by day. by day, by hour, and all that. So so your your Fridays are your busiest? Uh, Thursday. The day we release is like the busiest oh, okay. by far. But, um, yeah, that's so, right, man. So with that being said, so I was like, okay, this is pretty cool, you know. I get it. You know, I'm not oblivious. Like, this might not last forever, you know. And it's not going to last forever. But. So I don't know if the peak will, con- I mean, the like it'll continue rising or if once the quarantine's over, it'll just like plummet, which I don't know, you know, I can't tell. So I said, I might never ever make it into the charts again. You know, that's just a fact. It's who knows. So I was like, how can I remember? And I was like, oh, how will I remember quarantine 2020? And I was like, I'll fucking get a, a mullet because, you know, I need a haircut regardless. <laughs> and I could have, I could have a mullet, and that way I always be like, yeah. That, why did you get a mullet? That was the week that I made it to the fucking top, uh, fucking four thousand or whatever podcast worldwide. You know, it was even if it was only for like two or three weeks. You know, at least th- there's that. You know, so that was long answer to a small question, short question. Uh, who cut your hair on the side? Uh, my brother. David? No, Mauro. The other one? Yeah. All right, all right. So, That's so, tight, man. So I'm what, growing out my hair. Yeah, what about you? I was about to I say, just, what about your hair? You... I, I've been growing mine out. I've been growing it out since maybe December. December? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I just grow it out. I, either I have the mohawk, I'm bald, or I grow it out. So right now, I've just been growing out this sucker. Um, but I, I'm glad for your podcast, man. I, I think it's something that you can tell your kids or even feel accomplished yourself, like where you can tell yourself, you know, I did that, you know, I had a podcast at one point and I had X amount of followings. I hit this, I hit that. Um, something to talk about, like the one that I heard a few days ago was like half of the one that the Mexican broadcaster, Yeah. like his highlight year was, was like 2012, right? Where he had all that. But, but that's something that he personally, like, that's his memory, you know, that that's his highlight of his life. Um, but with you, it's, this can be one of those highlights where you, you cherish this moment, man. So whether it plummets, whether it skyrockets, at least you did it. Because yeah, not everyone else, not everyone else is doing it, right? And so, so that, that's proud kinda, of that. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm trying to take it day by day. Like it's it's yeah, man. It's so crazy, you know. As too. far as as far as COVID, man, how are you impacted? Like I I feel like this is probably like the hot topic right now, right? 
coronavirus. Do you feel like this is a media scare? Um, I feel like pro-Trump supporters are saying like we're ready to open because they want to open, but Democrats are not. I mean, I don't know. I've just been watching CNN, but I know different channels. But at the end of the day, man, do you think these numbers are being overpopulated where non-respiratory, non-pulmonary diseases are being counted as the statistics? Or, or I don't know, what, what is your take on that? All right. Um, heavy question. So let me start off there. There's political bias on both sides. Uh, one thing about people wanting to open up the economy, it's like, open up the salon so I could get a haircut. It's not like open up so I could go to work, you know, they want to be catered to open up so I can, you know, fucking get my ice cream and shit. They don't want to go back to work. They want you to go back to work. Um, opening up the economy is I don't have any um, data in front of me. It's just one of those things I think about when I'm, you know, throughout my day. And I'm like, they just don't want people on unemployment. They want people to like, quote unquote, to leech off the government. They rather like, fuck it, let them go to work. Just an opinion, right? I have no, I'm not collecting unemployment. I'm not, most of my friends aren't collecting unemployment. So it's not like I have a a dog in the fight. It's just something I was thinking about the last few days. Um, with the the whole thing about the numbers being, I've I've heard certain things like that. I've read certain things that people in the hospitals are dying of, like, let's say they had lung cancer and it's like, oh, COVID got to them. So those yeah, numbers are yeah. kind of, but then there's also cases in New York where people had the symptoms and they were being sent home, like, you know, cause they were at full capacity and those people were dying. So did they die due to COVID? Like in a sense, yes, because they could have died from maybe something that could have been manageable had they had the space or the room or the capabilities to help them out. So in a sense, I, I try to keep, you know, like an open mind because there is political bias in every regard. Like Trump's doing this as a look at, look what they did. You know, I had the economy running high. I had whatever, whatever. And it's like, if you look at the facts and just people look at the stock market and say, our economy was doing great. Like, no, it wasn't. The rich people were getting rich. Everybody else was still working two, three jobs. Unemployment rate is low because everybody has two, three jobs. So yeah, there's no, there's no, unemployment because everybody's working so damn much to, to survive then you have the what is it called the wall street plummets as soon as people stop working so what, they don't need fucking billionaires they need the working class to keep the, the economy running so what do they do they pump up the stock market pump up the stock market and so the stock market is fucking killing it right now again how is that correlate with uh, the economy when everybody's fucking suffering and I try not to be biased, right? Because me personally, I yeah. wasn't doing great, but I was, you know, like I said, I was working 50, hustling, yeah. 55 hours a week on the regular, seven days. I mean, week in, week out. Sometimes I work five days, sometimes I work seven, but I still got my hours. And I've been affected by this because I have had no income. This is my sixth Monday off. So I'm over a month already of no income whatsoever. I'm surviving. So are you, were you, if you don't mind me asking, were you laid off or you're furloughed? Uh, like I was essential. I, I could have continued working, but I chose to leave just because I was like. So you have a job once everything gets back? Uh, now it's looking like, yeah, um, I've, I've been in talks with them, but I just feel like I wouldn't go back anytime soon. And I mean, I guess I'm lucky, fortunate yeah. that I still have, I'm surviving, right? I still got time to bullshit. I still got, like, people are worried about, like, dude, if I stop working, I, 
you know, I get kicked out of the house. I fucking lose my apartment. I whatever. And I, we're good. I'm good. I'll be fine for another. This is what I had said. I, I was good for six weeks, for sure. Six weeks. Okay. So last week I was kind of having like many panic episodes. Like, oh fuck, things are, if this is Running out, week five, yeah, this week would be my last week. Right. So that's when I started kind of, I said, you know what, control what you can and what you can't, you can't control. So why stress? So I just went and be taking it day by day. And, you know, I do, I try to stay informed, but at the same time, the first week I spent so much fucking time online on CNN, on Fox news, on fucking the podcast, just trying to get as much information where I was just like, what is this little wet bag going to do? You know, like, what am I going to do? What am I, am I going to make a post on fucking Facebook that, it's going to change everybody's life. Like, just relax. Actor. You know, everybody's going through their own shit. I'm just going to fucking focus on what I can. And that's when I completely just went on the podcast. And I could control that. I have the time for it right now. I, okay. I started doing the challenges. I'm fucking, I just finished my first book today. I know a lot of people say, in May, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I picked up the wrong books. And you know, when you're like halfway through and you're like, dude, I got to finish this. And so today I just said, you know what? I'm halfway through. I'm going to finish it. And so I've been trying to keep a level head and like my eyes forward, you know, like I know yeah. what I'm going to do come out of this quarantine. Like, that's why I said I might not go back to work because I might just branch out and do my own thing because I'm like, a lot of the listeners know my story. Like I drive out there to see my daughter. If I'm getting her more often now than I was before Corona, why would I drive out there to work five, six days a week when there isn't that need when I'll have her just as much time, you know? So I was like, okay, I need to f- figure out something for the short time here. And so it's, it's tricky because I try not to put my own personal opinions on it. But at the same time, like the whole race thing, there's black people fucking throwing a barbecue and then they get the cops call on them. You have armed civilians at the fucking Capitol in various states with machine guns and shit. And they're getting yelled at in their face and yet they don't have anything. And yet if it was a black man, they, how many times have we not seen that? You know, I feared for my life. He had a fucking yeah. wallet or he had a fucking cell phone. And yet these guys have the fucking guns on them and there is no anything. So it's just, it's a complex issue. And people try to summarize it in a one or two sentence phrase on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, where it's so many layers to this, so many things. Yes, there's people lying on the left. Yes, there's people lying on the right. Are the doctors biased? Like, the fuck? We still got anti-vaxxers saying this is just a ploy. We got the fucking, <laughs> the Trump people, like, out protesting, but they have a mask on. Like, why do you have a mask on? Like, if this is bullshit, like, it, things don't add up, you know? So it's, it's always a weird time to be alive, but this is just documented. We have the podcast, the TV, the radio, the newspaper you know documenting this like what the fuck is going on like this time will be studied in the future how either we were completely wrong or how crazy just this whole it's like it's boiling right now you know when they say the the kettle's boiling like right now it's just waiting to burst because trust me there's people educated that are armed saying dude if i was that person right now i would have been shot already i would have been arrested you read those things today in, well, I think it was San Diego or somewhere near San Diego. A gentleman wore a Ku Klux Klan fucking headpiece uh, while he went grocery shopping, you know? And I was talking to my sister about that. I said, that's freedom of speech. He has the same right as you and I, you know, that's freedom of speech yeah. to make this country great. So that being said, there's also, that doesn't mean freedom of repercussions. If his fucking 
landlord wishes to evict them because of fuck. I don't know if there's a constitutional right that you can't do that, but you know, if his job wants to fire him because they don't want to be associated with somebody like that. If your friends don't want to hang out with you because well, the, his friends probably have the same beliefs, but just as an example, you know, like those are all things you can do. Like if you go into a 7-Eleven and you don't have shoes on, they have the right to refuse to sell to you. So you can, if you go, I think it was at Avance, like Avance could say, Hey, we're not going to serve you. You know, that's what the, freedom of right doesn't uh freedom of speech doesn't entail you know so there's it's just crazy man uh, what do you think i don't about know this whole thing how have how has your life i don't know man i think i'm on the i i don't know i think that certain decisions that he's making i think it's making them about himself um like he's just boasting himself like oh i've done this like we're we're, we're like on schedule but the projections today show like by August there'll be like 164,000 and that so what he's saying is like uh, predictions right 100 on, on. I think you so he's like, like hold, on, hold on I think you glitched for a minute we'll go back and start up I forgot you, what I was saying you said you said the predictions you said like the oh yeah the, uh, the, the predictions are saying 164,000 by by August right 3,000 deaths every single day basically in june that's what they're predicting but then trump is saying like yeah that's basically what our offices were saying that it was going to be between 100 and 240,000 deaths so like he's giving himself credit like he's doing everything right like the whole bleach incident uh, oh, it's yeah. just i don't know man it's just to the point where i understand that this is democracy right and we saw him in but at one point can the people take it back and say, you know what? You're just too stupid. You got to get the fuck out of here. Are you, you're but done. The, the thing is, George, he's probably going to win again in, in November. Like, look at all the people that are protesting here in fucking Huntington Beach today in San Diego, San Bernardino yesterday. Like, these people want to open it up and they're like, they will die for Trump. You know, like, they're like, this is my president. And what a lot of people don't realize, these are the people that vote. They, their vote counts just as much as yours. And then, truth be told, people under 35 don't vote in the majority. So yeah, they, that's true. And the same millennials, man. She yeah. fuck shit up for us. And the boomers, yeah, the boomers go out and vote. And unfortunately, that's the way it works. Do I agree with his policies? No, but his people are ride or die dude they are ride or die they still think they're literally dying job. yeah they will the the healthcare thing you know he took it off and now they're trying to find an excuse like anything he does they they already called it i forgot what it some sort of paradox like no he didn't say that and if he did say it that's not what he meant and he meant it you're taking it the wrong way but it doesn't sarcasm. matter because it, no not even sarcasm <laughs> it's like like oh let's say he said hey we never landed on the moon and people would be like, oh, he didn't say that. Then you show them, like, look, this is where he said we didn't land on the moon. Oh, you're taking it the wrong way. That's not what he meant. And if he didn't mean it, he meant it like as a, like a metaphor. You know, we didn't land on the moon like us, me, and you. He meant like, you know, <laughs> like they, they always have an excuse for him, no matter what it is. They have an excuse. That's the type of yeah. supporters I want. So if you guys fuck with me like that, fucking shoot me a DM. Yeah. We're starting hey, a cult. Hey, it. George, we're starting a cult. That's what I've seen. You can be our leader, man. No, nah, I don't want to be a leader. I just want to be part of it. Let's get this other drink going. All right. So I got Tito's. You got what? Tito's. 
Cheetos? Yeah, the vodka. Oh, Tito's. I heard Cheetos. Tachiros? Yeah. No, How's that. the family, man? How's your daughter? She's great, man. Uh, she misses school and her friends. It's kind of crazy. I miss those kids a little bit. You know, like, they were fun. I was in there two, three, two, three times a week volunteering. So I was like, damn, dude, like, I would spend a lot of time with them. You know, I'd help them out when... Not really like a teacher, but just, you know, supervising on the playground, no fights, anything like that. So it was yeah, fun. Man. My daughter I thought in high school you were very smart, man. I thought you were very smart. You always I had know. good grades. So, yeah, yeah, you still have a lot of potential to like, be like a teacher's aide or something. You know, I've, that's something that you were, you were the smart one. I don't think that. But thank well, I you. do. <laughs> I used to read a lot. That's, unfortunately, I did a challenge this year. Huh? I did a challenge this year, uh, 2020 challenges. I think I messaged you when you didn't fucking reply for four months. I uh, uh, 20 challenges. One of them is read 16 books. The comedy, and- right? I don't. The thing is with that man, I I don't know how to describe it. Like the actions that I would do, I guess they were funny, or what I would say, or uh, in the moment. But for me to stand up there and like give material, like. I, I don't I don't think I have material. Dude. Like I'm more like a I don't know like a I don't know like a show like I, not I feel, a stand up. You, you and Albert are the funniest people I've ever met. Like personally in my life, and I mean that. See, Albert, Albert said it. Albert said it fine. He's like, look, I don't do material. Like I just do shit to no, be but, funny. But that's what but, these comedians do. They just fucking figure out a way to write it to be able to be told as a story. And I'm not, that's you really what, what, have to dedicate yourself to that. And the thing about comedy, man, like every single thing has already been like, well, not everything, but shit has been taken. So you have to be very careful on what you do. And, you know, us, we come from like a Latino family. So we say a joke like, oh, your mom used to throw the chancla at us. Well, how many of the comedians have said that? Like, what, so it's, you, you, you have to deliver something completely new. But how many you know? new specials come out per year? How many new comedians is there that coming up? You know, so I mean, I just mean it in the form of like, I think you and Albert would do great, and it surprised me too, honestly that both of you guys said like, you know what, I'm not interested. I was like, what? Like, you guys would be great at this, like, fucking amazing at this. But I mean, to each their own, right? Something doesn't interest you, or you kind of feel like you wouldn't be able to do it. I disagree, but I'm not gonna be like George. You have to do it, you know, Albert. Yeah, to, I just, I just felt like you guys were honestly the the two people that i would say okay i could see these two guys fucking there's others but you two being like i know you would succeed in this like i've been around you i've heard your humor i you <laughs> used to share stories dude like you'd be killer yeah, super st- but how do i my my i don't know man. like i want to like my girl supports me with that too she says you know you should go to open mic even if it's five minutes and she got me like a little blue notebook. I wrote a couple of jokes on there, but kind of like a scribble type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it was kind of like fat jokes and like different types of jokes. But people are sensitive, so I don't know what type of. But see, that's shit, I know? mean, yes and no, because it's comedy. You got to push the boundaries. If the comedians can't get like fucking Ari Shafir, right when Kobe passed away, he made a fucking like a bunch of jokes at Kobe's. That guy's still alive. Ari. Or he, he got he got ousted, huh? Yeah. Big time. Yeah. No, no. Big and that's what, I think that's, there were some death threats. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't. I didn't find it funny. I didn't find it offensive. Like, oh my god. But I was like, fuck this fool. You know. Even though I, I don't. I've 
I listened to him on Joe Rogan's podcast. He never was funny enough for me to go and check him out on his own. But that's the thing. That's what a comedian does. Uh, I think it was Izzy that tagged me on one of the other homies' posts. Like, no, dude, this is what they do. Like, when people make dead baby jokes, like, I laugh because it's so dark and funny. Like, I'm not happy that there's a fucking dead baby, but it's funny, you know? Like, the way they no, do I, it, yeah. they push the envelope. Like, that's what comedians do. A good comedian does it. Did this guy do it in bad taste? And then the, the worst thing is the jokes weren't funny. He was just being no. offensive, you know? So, if Louis C.K., my favorite, and I think... I love Louis C.K. He had so many 9-11 jokes, like, a week later. Were they offensive? Yeah, but they were fucking hilarious. So you, I felt like shit laughing, but I was like, damn, dude, this guy is talented, and, and that's what makes him great. He's not scared to go to those places where people are going to say, hey, man, that's offensive, and then get 90% of the people are laughing their ass off. So, yeah, people are putting Different things, man. I think, we're, I think we're probably more offended. Like, 9-11, you know... It happened, right? And and whatever, like if I already hear a joke and you see like family guy or whatever, like I personally wasn't impacted by it. Like, yeah, I know other people were, but I feel like with Kobe's passing, like that one was tougher on me because like, dude, yeah. like that's the guy that I idolized, right? Same. That's a black mama mentality. Yeah. So that one hit home. So it's like, dude, like shut the fuck up. Like, no. Yeah. So that's why you maybe you're able to laugh at the 9-11 joke no yeah you know, that's what somebody I'm impacted like it's something somebody different like how we didn't yeah. laugh at that kobe joke so yeah. you, no, you, I, you I stick agree. with the kobe right but, so you stick with what doesn't offend you and you run with it like dead baby jokes like i'll laugh at that like but i mean it gets to a point where how you're gonna offend too many people yeah. right yeah so i don't know it's it's, t- it's touchy it's touchy and right now with, with so many people like sensitive like are people going to come out with coronavirus jokes? I, are you probably yeah, already have some jokes. There's people out there. That I've seen a few. Yeah. But people that were impacted by it, they're probably not going to laugh at that. No, right? Yeah. And I mean, so it's just, I don't know. I but feel like Kobe's it's a break from the stagnant life, you know, like if we could bring a chuck or even like, Oh, you fucking, cause I don't look at it like, Oh man, look at him. He's laughing at us because people are, it's like, he found an escape. He found a way to make this situation funny, an unfunny situation. Funny. That's talent. So I look at it like, oh, this fucking son of a bitch. And I don't <laughs> dwell on it like, oh, my God. Like, look, he's trying to fucking whatever. My auntie, my uncle, my nephew, so-and-so passed away from COVID. It's like, no. Like, there was a joke. I get it. He's a comedian. He said a joke. I go on with my life. If it's that good of a joke, I'll share it with my friends. Be like, hey, did you guys hear what so-and-so said? <laughs> Dude, that's... I don't say that's how everybody thinks, but I just feel like that's the way especially if you enjoy comedy, you know, if you enjoy comedy, you know what the fuck you're getting into. How could you be offended when these guys are trying to get a reaction out of you? Like they're doing their job and they're doing a good job if they got a fucking reaction out of you. Like, yeah, I agree. Let's, let's get some things on paper. But you're right. I think you're right. I, I should at least do that. You know, my fucking list. Yeah, yeah. kind of like how you did this podcast. You, you did it. You're out there. You know, what if I get a couple laps, right? And who knows, like, what if I like it? What if I'm like, you know what, more material. But with stuff like that, with comedy, it's not something where you can just do, like, on the side. Like, you have to really, like, look at things. Like, a, a comedian constantly looks at his surroundings. Like, 
you know, here's the controller, right? Like, how can I make that funny? And you really have to like think outside the box, right? George, with all due respect, dude, me and you used to walk to school together like fucking three or four years in Malvia, and we still hang out a couple years after. That was what you did. Like, you would make the most basic shit funny. I'd be like, dude, he's talking about going to the fucking grocery store and I'm getting a kick at it over here. You get me? Like, maybe because I'm the person seeing it and you're the person living it. You didn't think, like, you would make boring situations funny. Just observations, then. Yeah. An observation and a jokester. And yeah, so, that's true. I mean, in, in my opinion. Around. Hector, you know, do you remember when your brother ran, your brother ran over my friend? <laughs> I wasn't there, but I, I, from what I know, you guys were playing with. Why don't you say the story? What were you guys doing? Let's get let's get to to one of the stories here. It, it was me, uh, me, my friend Michael, and uh, my friend Jose. The flying Hawaiian. The, that's Michael. He right? lives in Alaska right now. Oh, that's the same. I, I lost touch with that guy. I mean, I, I follow him on social media, but he just packed up and moved to Alaska. But that's on that cool. day, you know, just just kids like back when we used to go out. You know, where it's me, Mike, and and Jose, and and we seen this this beehive or yeah this nest, but it was at the bottom of the like on the on the, on the gas lines, right? You know how they're on the street and you pick it up and you read the meter. There yeah. was a nest there, and on the corner of Magnolia and Durfee, there's a laundromat and there's a little store as well. So we want to go buy these 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 gas bombs or you know those those smoke bombs okay and and with those we're like i I think i think bees get confused when (laughs) when you throw smoke at them and like all right let's go get some bees so we ended up going to that corner store and we ended up buying some some smoke bombs so we go and then we go back and then we light it up and then we throw it in there and then the smoke starts clearing out the bees do start coming out what ended up happening was me and Mike were on the sidewalk, but this guy was facing, his back was towards the street, dropping it in there. The bee starts chasing him, and he's walking backwards, and he's walking backwards. And then you see, I might be wrong, but did your brother have a red car? Was it yeah. a red? It was a red car, right? Some sort of red car. Me and Mike are still, like, on the sidewalk, and this guy's running backwards, and I'm seeing everything. You, you ever see those situations where you're seeing it happen, but it just moves as slow as possible. I have. So I'm looking at it and I'm looking at this guy like walking backwards and I'm seeing the car coming and I, I don't know. You can, it feels like you can see like the bees wings flapping, like one <laughs> flap at a time, right? That's how slow everything looked to me at that moment. This guy, your brother runs him over, <laughs> hits him. I shouldn't he, be laughing, but see, the situation is funny. He hits him, right? He hits him and his body hits the his the your brother's hood and he goes flying this guy goes flying and he lands on his fucking head Whoa. he's there and he gets up and me and mike we're just quiet and we're just looking at him and he's looking at us and it's like just shocked just silent it's, it's just the, the weirdest thing the next thing you hear Mama! Mama! he starts yelling for his mom and this guy had the biggest fucking bump on his head and he's running in and me and Mike were like, dude, I, I think we might've killed this guy. Like <laughs> what if he has a fucking internal bleeding or like his brain bleed or something. And he ended up going to the hospital and uh, he came back. Like that, Luckily that same day, the ambulance picked him up, but that guy had a fucking soccer ball, like hanging out of his fucking out of his head, man. Like, I don't know. It was just crazy, but. The moral of the story, man, is it was your brother okay? 
<laughs> no, no, he wasn't. Um, he got his car towed because he was uh, he wasn't at fault. Like they did the whole investigation and shit, uh, but he wasn't. He was like sixteen, I think, sixteen or seventeen. Oh, he and didn't so have his license. He had a permit. Ah, oh, shit. And and so the, the cops came and they towed his car, and the emotional and physiological toll it took on him was was huge george he, he had to work for his car oh like, shit no i'm just kidding like, but, he, like dude that kid came out of nowhere and neighbors said that like th- there was no, multiple witnesses that's who got him off the hook and said yeah these three kids were playing out in the middle of the street and yeah, and then yeah, there was smoke does. around so he couldn't see and then he just heard a boom and he broke he didn't leave like he you know i i forget what homie but one of the homies used to live on the street and i guess his brother came out to talk to him and tell him hey dude like just relax you know I'm a witness. You didn't do anything wrong. You know, they shouldn't be playing nah, on the street didn't. like that. That, that so, was on us, but... So the cops just took know. his car. The thing is, like, we didn't, see, we didn't see your side. Like, how you guys were affected by it. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Theirs. I'm just kidding. He, he wasn't affected at all. He was just like, dude, I fucking hit a kid. <laughs> so he was just kind of like, fuck, what are you going to do to me? You know, he was fucking, like, underage. Uh, no license. He had just had his car for, like, three weeks. So he was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You know? And... You know, he was shook at the moment, like, what the fuck happened? But he was cool. Like, I was just kidding about the, the emotional and psychological. Emotional yeah, 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 yeah. I was just kidding about that. Yeah, that, he wasn't tripping. He was just kind of like, I hit a kid. Nah, well, but... it's scary. No, like, I would have been scared. Like, I look, I literally just freaking ran over somebody. Like, that That part's fucking scary. Yeah. But, you know, now that you think about it, like, again, I, I don't see, like, on his side, like, his medical drills and all that, your stuff. But, you know, kids will be kids. But. You know, I guess stay away from the bees. Stay away from the bees. Don't fuck around with the bees. Don't don't fuck around with bees because you'll get run over. <laughs> that's a good way to put right? it. Uh, yeah, that, that's a that's, that's a good thing right there. But uh, that's this random shit that that we had. I'm I think another man. story, Hector. Remember when we used to go to that Korean lady off that BBQ's Barbecue Express? Yeah. And, and Bubble wasn't allowed in there, yeah. like. <laughs> Kind of think about it, man. That 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 place didn't have a good grade. Uh, she probably yeah. like it went from between a B and a C. Uh, the place doesn't exist no more. But multiple times, me me and Ernie saw her drop the spatula, and just like look around, like oh fuck. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> just pick, hey, pick it up and continue cooking. A, you couldn't be like a two ninety nine or three ninety nine combo. Oh no, dude! You gotta think about it. It was two fifty. I remember this because hear me out. It was two fifty plus tax, so it came out to two seventy and change. And you still had a quarter to go play Crazy Taxi next door. That's what I always say. Like, it was less than three bucks, dude. And you, while you played Crazy Taxi, then you'd come back and your food was ready. And she gave you a grip of fries. She only gave you three fucking ketchup packets. Yeah. But she gave you a the, grip the of fries. The potato to ketchup ratio. What didn't make sense. It, it doesn't make sense. And Damn. that place was good. That place was good. Heck, do you remember walking up and then we got hit up by those kids? Oh, yeah, like we a, talked like about it the last year? episode. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. Oh, shit. We, we were walking down uh, Algaier. No, what is it? Yeah, I'll got her. And little kid came across. What's up, homie? Where you from? Hey, hey, this is my street. And we just kept walking. Uh, All right, man. <laughs> All right, cool. uh, thank you, man. May may I have another? <laughs> thank you for protecting us, man. I appreciate it. Uh no. <laughs> no I think I was scared, man, because he had like something. You know, who a knows? Screwdriver. It was probably a screwdriver. It looked like. Yeah, he was like that. I'm like, fuck. Like, I don't know, man. I like when when I would go to parties. Like, now that we're older, like, I would make, like, calculated, like, visits or, or, like, outings, right? 
because some of these parties unfortunately ended like not very good yeah like with fight and and some of these like you know gunshots right like and i would only feel comfortable if like you izzy and and not just you two would go actually and ernie that's when i would feel like you know cool because there's a lot of people that i didn't know and you guys knew a lot of people from like other schools and i was just like no like I, if we're going to fabians we'll go to fabians cabanas we'll go to cabanas but now now that i'm like i'm like this like there's a lot of things that could have happened on like there like yeah. now that you start looking at it like there's sometimes the type of decisions that we make or, or the type that the the way that we're influenced. Uh, I don't know. I, I was just thinking about that the other day too. Like how influenced suddenly. are we? Right. Because when, 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 when I was in, in, in elementary, like I hung up, I, I hung out with like thugs, right? Like in Voorhees, like the Cholos. And at that point, like, I was like, I don't, I don't think I want this man. Like, and that's why I want to get to you. Maybe ask you a question. Like, I, w- I would just be like, no, like, I don't. Like, these guys were, like, were the tough guys. Like, the ones that in high school, they ended up being, like, the tough ones, right? Like, I respected them, but it was, like, if if I would have stuck with that with that whole scene, like, who knows what the outcome of my life would have been, you know? And then that's when I told myself, like, I have, to, I have to get away from this, you know? Then I ended up going with, like, the Asians, the, the Filipinos, where we would play, like, basketball, like, Joel and Kevin, and we're just ball it up and in high school like I got lucky and, and I met up with you guys like the baseball players but you like I know you have friends on both sides like people that are certain lifestyles and people that don't have certain lifestyles like how did how did you find that balance of not getting influence to get in there um I, I wish I had like a, a good answer and tell you like I separated my life completely like I compared come per what is the word I'm come Compartilize? Fuck, I'm saying it wrong. But anyways, <laughs> that's the word. No, like I, I could tell you, like this was my life and this was life. Like no, sometimes they coincided. But um, I got fortunate in the same way, like that I met you. I met them, you know, just kind of like, hey, this is who I am, and this is who they are, and we struck friendship in the things we had in common. You know, like oh, you like fucking Tupac and Biggie? That's the shit I listen to. Oh, you like fucking sports and whatever you like some bullshit ass comedy like i don't know what was the comedy at the time that we used to laugh at like 40 year old virgin and super bad like that's the shit i so that's where our friendship struck you know like oh we could drink and kick it and all the gang affiliated shit not all the time but it didn't happen around me just like when ernie has a great story like all these pictures is all gangsters 501s and and um Whitey's, and then they're stupid as Hector with his full hawk because I was still who I am around them. You know, I didn't have to pretend to be a cholo to be their friend. I was just me. And that's why I guess I was able to like get a good look at, I guess, both sides of the track because I didn't have to pretend to be one of them to be around them. You know, I could just be myself. And so then when people, when they would come around people and they'd be like, oh, these guys are gangster, like they didn't know the side that I knew, you know, where they're just like us. They just dress and look differently. And I never felt like a need to try to impress them or try to do things to be um, accepted by them. You know, I didn't have to do any. Did, did like, you ever feel like, like 
you would get not not pressured, but like you ever feel like I have to do something or like would you ask like what are you guys gonna do? Like No. Like how um, would you separate yourself from like a kickback like this and something a little bit more where, you know, you're probably on somebody's turf where your own life is in danger. You know what I mean? Like I I, I picked my certain location where I would go. Right. Like I said, like, I would go to certain places where I knew like if I got it, if I had to go home, like I would know which, like how to get home. Like I stayed within maybe like a two, like two blocks, right? Either Maxim, either Elliot, like that's when I felt like in my safe zone. And, and with you, man, like, like, I don't know. It just, it, it, it's, it just gets you thinking like what, what could have been like at the wrong, wrong, wrong spot at the wrong time in the situation where you put yourself in, you know what I mean? Uh, looking back now as an adult, there was certainly circumstances where I could have made better decisions, but I don't feel like they ever put me in a bad situation. No, I was there by choice. Like they would invite me somewhere. It was on me to either go or not. So I can't be like, Oh, well they told me to go here. It was like, no, they, Hey, this is going to be a party. And this is a fucking gangster party. We're going to be here fucking Friday. If you want to come through, you know, bring your homies. We would go. It was not like, hey, you better be here and show up. You know, it was just like, hey, man. Like, if I would told you, hey, George, we're going to be at a fucking barbecue on Saturday. Come through. You know, it's like, it's a friend yeah. inviting you. So I would go. Uh, it, there were situations we got into that were, I guess you could say, I don't know, a little tricky. But that's happened with them. And that's happened with my casual friends, as they would call them. The casual cats. Like, that happened on both sides. So what was the difference? And one time, one of my other friends made a great um realization he goes who would you rather have on your side when shit goes down these guys that are going to take care of you or these guys over here that are going to take care of themselves yeah and so i never looked at it that way like don't get me wrong i never looked at it like oh these guys are my protector they told me various times hey you run into any issues you come to me you run into any not once did i go to them why because i felt i could handle my own and i felt like why am i going to put them in that situation to take care of something for me and that's just my personal I've seen other people go about it a different way, but it is something that I do get asked off the record, you know, because a lot of people see the people I associated with in the past and they're like, how do you tiptoe the line trying to, I'm like, I don't tiptoe the line. The same person I am with you, George Vargas, is the same person I am with them. They know me as a funny, goofy fucking idiot that sometimes makes a good fucking, I don't know, comment or something that makes you think type shit. Like that's the same person I am. Um, they don't judge you know, people give them the stereotypical judgmental thing. So the ones I associate with, at least the ones I know personally, yeah, they don't judge because they know what it is to be judged. I've talked about it various times on this podcast. They're some of the best friends, best parents I've seen. You know, they're there for you when you need them. They're there for you when you don't need them. They're not just there for you when they need you, you know? So to me, it's been like, I... Even families ask me, right? Like, I'm like, I never really thought about it because to me, it was just like, it was just my friends. I didn't think nothing of it, you know? It was like, what about doing, your parents? Did they ever um, say, like, Donna wants you hanging out with? They with never people? did the whole, but they're just like, I trust your judgment. Like, what do okay. you guys do? And I'm like, we're drinking at the homie's house. It's not like we're out in the fucking streets shooting at cars and shit, fucking robbing houses and shit, you know? It's like, if I go to George Vargas's house and have a couple of beers with him, it's the same thing I'm doing, except that this guy has a bald head, carrying a gun, and he fucking whatever, whatever, you know? So it's the same thing. It's just that when I leave your house, you're probably going to bed. 
when I left some of their houses, they were probably going to go run amok, but it wasn't like, Hey, come with me. We're going to do this. You know, that's what I mean. Like I've heard various stories about different people, but I can only say my story. I never yeah. got they Sometimes they wouldn't tell me, Hey, you need to get out of here. Some shit's about to go down. You know, stuff like that where I was like, what the fuck? I'm your homie. Like, dude, it's best you not be here. Like, okay. I respect that, you know, because they, they never pulled that card on me. So when they did, it was kind of like they should be taken seriously. And, I mean, we're in different situations. I mean, some I could talk about, some I can't. There was lots of, lots of great times, man, just like any friendship, you know. Uh, don't see these guys in four or five years and the same thing, you know, fucking greet them with a big handshake and a big hug. Like, damn, dude, remember all the fucking times? We, yeah, remember this time? <laughs> like, it was like any friendship, you know. Sometimes you move apart, not because of not wanting to be friends, just that some of them have kids of their own now. I have a child of my own now. I live an hour away. So when I come into them, it's like, oh, it's so good to see you. But it's not like, oh, hey, I'm 30 now. I can't associate with you guys. No. Far no. from that. It's just that I live too far. I work too much. I have my daughter. So I just got to, you know, the same thing with them. So it's. That, uh, no, you're right. And that's one of the things, man. It's like, the decisions we make and you know sometimes they're for the good sometimes they're for the bad but like how influenced are we really you know like do you make your own decisions or are you do you go around with the with the beat of the drum right they but, taught me I mean, a lot especially about the streets uh, a lot of times you know people will be dogging you on the street people i've talked about it like on at the restaurant just be looking at you wrong just like what what are you looking at? They'll look away. And I'm not big. I'm not fucking intimidating by any means. But they always tell me, dude, the dog that barks, don't bite. You know, like when he comes in, all fucking whatever. I just, I, I mean, not now as a 31-year-old, but, you know, in my 20s, 20, late 20s, that's who I was, you know, because I knew, like, I could spot him a mile away. Like, this guy's all show, dude. He's a fucking pussy. Because I'd be around them when they would check somebody. And you'd see this big-ass fucking cholo tatted up, tatted on the face, and this Guys at my size would just look at him like, you ain't nothing but a bitch. And I would be like, hey, man, I don't want no trouble. And you're like, what? <laughs> and I was there firsthand. So it's not somebody telling me that story. I witnessed it. So when I became my little arrogant prick, I'd see people like that come in, dog everybody and shit. I'd just stare, stare at them. And some of my friends would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he's a bitch. And I'm not proud of that. But it's just what I always say, like, most of them. I don't want to get you shot either, people listening. Most of them, those people don't, you know, they, they try to act tough for a reason. It's like they're not tough, so they want to look tough. So when you call them out on their shit, they fold. And there's a few that will stand up, and you, you will have to fight them, and you win some and you lose some. <laughs> uh, I, I was just fucking, I, I was just joking around with you, so nah, just proceed, man. <laughs> <laughs> you called me out on my bullshit, I was just a pussy. I wanted to see if you were for reals. No, but hey, you passed my test. No, you good. You good. You <laughs> you're good. Keep test. it going. <laughs> but but no, man, I, I have so many great stories. I've asked a few of them to come on here, and they've asked to do it anonymously or like you know off the record type thing. And I'm like, cool, because hey, I think those would be some good stuff, man. I think you get a lot of listeners, just kind of like distort the voice or something, man. But I mean, I'm pretty sure you have a lot of stories that you can share. And I think I came into this one, you know. With with you and I, we just within like like look. I don't have the Facebook app, but I I just go on the website like here and there, and I got in your message, and I was like, you just hit me up today randomly, like let's get on. So I was like, you know what, like 
Hector's the one like does the questions and he kind of leads it. I was like, let's turn it around in. Like I was told that I would be in charge of this meeting. So that's Ooh. why I've kind of been shooting you the, the yeah, questions yeah. of let's get to know Hector nah, and not I mean, the actual fans. But I, I, I want to know about you, you know, how you're doing and all that good stuff. Me is just like, I, I post on the social media, I post my bullshit opinions. People disagree, people agree. But we could conversate and learn from each other, you know? I posted that Ku Klux Klan thing earlier today, and people were like, that's the freedom of speech. And I'm like, I completely agree. And they're like, so what's, what's the point of the post? I'm like, well, what do you think should happen? Like, what do you think should happen? I'm like, if that was my employee, I'd fire them. I don't share those same beliefs, and I don't want that associated with my company. If that's um, my tenant, I'd see what I could do to get him out of my building. If that was a friend of mine, he would no longer be a friend of mine. If he was, let's say, in my poker club, my whiskey club, my bowling, whatever, like, I don't want to be associated with those people. So, yeah, you have your freedom of speech. If you want to use your speech for hate, that's not what I want. And then, like, they just kind of, like, you make a valid point, but I don't think, you know, that's where I got the whole legality uh, as far as uh, being able to evict somebody. Like, okay, I won't renew your lease. Like, I can make a bullshit excuse. You know, like, uh, we're going to re, what's it called? Like, like refurnish and then the price is going to whatever, whatever they do, right? you know so i was like that's besides the point what i'm saying is you cannot do these things and expect no repercussions and i feel like i'm not like i say all the time i'm not trying to influence people but just give you that perspective like i agree with his freedom to do whatever the fuck he wants i could go outside tomorrow and wear a fucking a mexican ku klux klan type mask what type of hate would i get in huntington beach you know like this is america yeah 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 nah. Depends yeah. where you were, Hector. Like, if no, you do it in Armani, you'll, you'll get the love. True, true. But, I mean, he did it in San Diego, and that's a predominantly white uh, city. But Cheers, man. Salucita. Go. Clink. How's David doing? I know you had him in an episode, but I haven't heard him. How's he, how's, how's he doing? He's good, and he's still... He's still working. He is he on the, on that H H D supply thing still with Izzy? Uh, he left for like six years and he just went back to. Um, oh, to, he went back. Yeah, so he's Man, good. I think he's tight, like dude. he's like second or third in command of the whole store already. He's only been there like oh, six shit. seven months, so he's doing really Man, good. That's good for him, man. Yeah, he's living it up. He's living it up. He just lost like eighty pounds. Oh shit! Yeah, he's about Why? to turn. <laughs> Why has uh, he been healthy? I don't know. I think he just wanted to change in his life. And, you know, yeah, the whole, that's like, crazy. he's about to. What about your parents, 30. man? How's your mom? You look just like your mom, by the way. Do I? Thank you. She's yeah. beautiful. You look just like your mom. Um, I don't really see your dad. It's crazy because everybody says I look just like my dad. Nah, you have your mom. My dad looks young nah, as fuck. You're definitely your mom. My dad's 50. Except that hair, man. I don't know. This is I don't my know dad's where the hair is from. My dad. But uh, no, they're good. They're good. They're, um, you know, staying positive. My dad took five weeks off as well. Your dad uh, took five weeks off as well? Yeah. And, so and 30 million people without jobs. Yeah. File for and, unemployment. 30 million. And that's just the people that qualify, right? What about the other ones that yeah, don't qualify? Yeah, I don't qualify. qualify. I, that's what I'm saying. So Not to make it a What is story. the real number? Um, right. Myself, I six weeks without income now by this Friday. Um, it is what it is. You know, there's other people that need it more. There's other people struggling. Uh, fortunately, you know, I still have money to pay for whatever my daughter needs and whatnot. And there's other people that 
were I was living direct deposit to direct deposit, but there was other people, not even paycheck to paycheck, you know, fucking borrowing money and no payback on when they get paid on Friday. So it could always be worse. So I mean, I'm thankful for for still being able to go about this shit, you know, because it could be worse. And I am grateful for yeah, it. Yeah, but some I don't know, man. I, it's tough because like you're being positive and that's like respectful. But at what point is enough enough where you're part of one of those people out there that are rioting to get the economy back up, um, right? Like what's the people that are out there, like they've probably hit that boiling point. They've probably hit that cabin fever. They're like, we need to get going back. And I think at this point, like what's your breaking point to the point where like, I can't do this. I have to get back out there. Like I have no choice. To, the, to me, I've thought about it and not saying that's where the breaking point is, but I say if, if my daughter doesn't have food, I have to figure something out. doesn't matter what it is, but if she she's good, I'm good. So as long as that's taken care of, you know, shelter, food, I mean, everything else, I've been in debt before, you know. I've been jobless. I've been fucking without hope. So I'm like, this isn't the first rodeo. Like, I'll, I'm not a quitter, I think. I, well, I mean, I haven't quit yet, so I got to... I, I honestly have, I mean, sometimes it doesn't sound like it on my post and shit, but I have the utmost confidence in myself. So I'm like, I'll be fine. Like, yeah, I worry more for others. Can't. Yeah. Yeah. No, How about you? True, man. How's your family? How's your... Good. I think, uh, well, I got sick. Did and I, I, yeah, I, I feel like 75% I might've caught it. And at first, like, I had, I had a, I had gotten home and I just felt like just achy, you know? So this was on a Monday. Like I just woke up, like I was, my, my whole body was just achy. My eyes were hurting to the point where like I couldn't move them. And I'm just like, all right, cool. Like I ended up calling work and I called out for the day. Um, and then I was just like, no, like, I think this is more than that. And then the next day I woke up and like, Fortunately for me, like I didn't have like the shortness of breath. I didn't have the fever, nor I didn't have like the, what is it? Uh, the, the, the chills. Mm. But two days later, like I just couldn't smell for shit. Like I had no, I couldn't taste or smell at all. And I was just like, and that's when CNN and the CDC had just mentioned like, you know, at this point, like loss of smell is one of these symptoms, like aches, loss of smell. So I, I quarantined myself. I quarantined myself for three weeks, right? Oh. The CDC said 14 days, but I did it for 21 days or I did not leave that room for shit. Maybe just to go to the restroom um, and the food would literally get dropped off at my door. Like I felt like, yeah, I don't know, it, it was crazy. But the thing that worried me the most is that my little brother has like chronic asthma. So that's mm-hmm. why I made this, this decision. Um, but I'm just glad that, you know, I, if this is what it is that I had and I feel certain that I did, then I'm one of the lucky ones, right? And not mm-hmm. one of the 68,000 that weren't so lucky and they're impacted. But I'm fortunate enough to also work from home. Like I was able to pick up my, my, my gear, my material, or my equipment and be able to work from home. But even to this day, like I just feel, as I'm saying, like that's why I ask you, like, are you ready to go back out there? Because I feel like I'm part of the ones that are not ready to go back out there. Like literally I went to target yesterday and I felt like I was Barry Sanders 
dodging everybody through the fucking aisles at Target. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if you've gone out, but do you feel like things, it's going to take a while before she gets back to normal. Like, mass is going to be part of the thing, but like, what's your take on it? Like, have you gone out? Like, have you been able to go out? And when you walk by somebody, do you have that, that fear? Because I, I have it. Like, I, I was going through, like, the kit section. I was going through the bra section. And, you know, shit like that. Like, Stay away from people. Yeah, you um, avoid shit. So, I went to Target two weeks ago, two Sundays ago, because I ran out of dog food. And so, I waited. You know, they closed at 9. So, I left here to get there by 8.30. So that, you know, it was be closing time and there'd be less people in there. So, you know, I took that into account. Um, went in, the same thing you said, you know, I, I have, not that I was prepared, but I had all those things, you know, I had gloves, masks, all that. Not the N95s, you know, people are going to be like, oh, you should have donated, not those, but I just mean masks, like in general to cover, you know, uh, we do a lot of yard work here. So cover the face, cover the, the head. And then gloves, we always have gloves, just I don't know why. We've always had gloves. And like the blue ones, like the medical gloves? Not the medical ones, more like restaurant gloves. Because that's oh, where okay. I get them, at the restaurant stores. And so, like, I would take, you know, and I knew the whole precautions, you know, where put a gloves, get inside, pay, take them off, and then fucking put new ones as you get into your car and all that good stuff. So I did take my precautions. I was whatever. And it was just a trip because there was so many people that were like going about it, whatever, you know, like I'm not saying you have to fucking live a boring ass life, but they're like, don't be grabbing a bunch of things. You know, if you know you want hot pockets, grab the hot pockets, you know, don't be grabbing like the Tostinos and the fucking Tony's pizza and whatever. And that's what I saw a lot of. I was like, maybe because I was looking for it. And I was just like, damn, people, like, I got to be more caref careful. Excuse me. Because people aren't being careful. And then uh, I mentioned this before. There's somebody walked in without a mask. And at that point, this was like two weeks ago. They, there was nobody at the door or nothing. So he was just walking in. And everybody was like, yo, yo, yo. Like, you got to have a mask on. He's like, I'm just going to get something real quick. And everybody was kind of like keeping their distance. And then this weekend when I went to go put gas to go pick up my daughter, this guy was making a big deal. And I was like, I left my phone in the car. I, I, I wouldn't have even recorded, but I just... He was like, what do you mean I can't come in without my mask? Dude, I'm just going to be in there for a second. The guy's like, I'm sorry, sorry. You got to have a mask. It's um, Riverside County policy. He's like, oh, my God. And he walked away. And I thought he was going to leave, right? Because there was like five of us waiting. There was only They only allowed one person in the store at the gas station out here. Inside. Okay. Yeah, it takes forever, dude. It takes forever. Same thing. I went like at 9 p.m. This dude walked to his car and came back. So it's not like he didn't want to wear it. He just wanted... I mean, it's not like he didn't have it. Like he, he was just lazy. didn't want. Yeah, he just didn't want to wear it. Like, oh, I don't need to. And um, so, as far as for me, last weekend, no, no, I'm lying. Two weeks ago, when I got my dog, I noticed he was getting fat. I was like, dude, I'm thick, and this was thick, like it's thick boy summer. But we need to do something <laughs> about it. Like, so I started running with him like six, seven p.m. And granted, out here is not like out there. Yes, there's less people, yes, there's, but there's people jogging. There's people walking all the time. Two weeks ago, it was fucking dead. Granted, it was like 98 degrees, so I waited till like 7 p.m. to go start running. Till so it was 95? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and slowly, like the last week or so, I've been running into more people jogging, running, fucking walking their dogs on bikes, and everybody the same thing. Like there's big uh, sidewalks, I guess. 
so people will walk up like the embankment to give you On your six street. feet as, yeah, okay, as, yeah as you pass by so they're, they're respecting it so i kind of see that and just as far as traffic i've noticed like the last 10 days there's been so much more traffic because two three weeks ago dude, there was no cars on the streets there was no cars like it's dead out here i get it people say you live in the middle of nowhere like no dude but it's an industrial area there's a bunch it's a booming economy out here and there was just no cars on the streets which is crazy dude like think about valley because i live right next to the valley of out here imagine okay. valley just being dead and deserted like that's unheard of like they have they have like taco vendors they have fucking pupusa vendors so imagine all those uh, trucks on Valley all not being there because nobody's out on the streets. As of right now, there's still no fucking food vendors. Cause I went running earlier. So it's like a weird transition as people are like, I get it. The whole going back to normal, but I think like out here, it was hit hard. It was hit hard. And so I think Let me ask you like, something, Hector. Yes, sir. H have you, I, and I think that's why some of us, and and that's what it is. Like, do you know anybody that was impacted by it? Do you have a friend? I was actually going to talk about has? this. I was going to bring this up somehow in this episode. because I, I just figured we'd talk COVID. I didn't up until yesterday morning where this will be episode 31. So for those of you listening, George Vargas, 31. Episode 26, Fabian Ojeda. He just posted. Yeah. I hope I can share because I'm saying it. <laughs> but because, you know, people ask me, do you know anybody? He just posted yesterday that him and his whole family had corona. And the crazy oh, thing shit. is, like, two, three days prior to that, he was just putting, like, oh, what the hell, dude? Like, first, it's a fucking, like, I, I don't what? remember his post. I don't, hold on. I don't remember his post verbatim. But at uh -huh. first, he put, like, first, it was fucking hot. Now, yada, yada. Now, I got to deal with the sickness. And he was, I'm going to knock out. Because he was the first guy I talked about on his episode. He was the first person I seen that put day one of, of quarantine. And he put his update. Day two of quarantine. Pretty funny shit. But, like, and so... I've been keep, not keeping up with them. When I log on, I see what he's posted and shit. And two days ago, three days ago, no, no, I'm sorry. Like four or five days ago, he started posting like, oh man, I'm just feeling like shit all day. Just going to go back to sleep. I think today's Saturday. I'm going to go back to bed. And then yesterday he put, so it's official. Me and my whole family have Corona. Uh, we're all doing better and we'll all be all right. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't know anybody up until that point. And that's a confirmed case. And the fucking three episodes he was on two weeks ago. And so then now you say, I think I might have had it. So does my brother. I was running at 2, 3 in the morning every day. Uh -huh. And then out of nowhere, I just, do you know me? You know, I work every day, nonstop, no whatever. Yeah, fucking, you hustle, man. I took like five days off of work. I didn't take my daughter back in time. I was fucking sick for like, an, and that's the thing, you know, when you work to survive, as soon as There's I felt no good enough, out. I went back to work and my coworkers were like, what the hell? You took fucking a nice vacation. Cause it just so happened. I had Saturday, Sunday off. So I took Friday and then Monday off. So I had four days off. They're like, where do you go? I was, like, Dude, I was just in bed. All, you know, it sucked. Cause I had my daughter that weekend. All we did was just, she was with my parents because I was just fucking dying. And, this was early February. So nobody, I mean, I never assumed Corona. And then my brother got sick the same shit. And he missed like four days of work as well. And then when Corona started popping off, we were like, 
what were your symptoms? And he goes, I know. And I was like, what do <laughs> I you? I checked those. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, dude, That's it's a trip. Yeah. No, no. So it was like, a, You're right. I don't want to be like, hey, I had it already. But the thing is, I went back to work those two weeks. You know, like, well, I should have been quarantined. I didn't know anything of it. Not like that. You know, I knew of it in China and shit, but I didn't know it was like here or anything like that. Maybe I put some people in danger unwillingly and unknowingly because I deal with people all fucking day, you know, by the hundreds, literally by the hundreds. I interact with so many people and I work six, seven days a week, five, six, seven days a week. So who knows? Maybe it was just a really, 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 really bad flu fever, fucking all the symptoms combined at yeah. once type shit where it was just like, no, it was just a fucking. A lot of stories are saying that some people had it since December. Like herd immunity so, or whatever. At that point, like, who knows? Like, I think unless we get the antibody test to see if we actually got it, yeah. Then there's a lot of people. I mean, I, I work at a call center, so fortunately, like, we are no one like really expanded. But back in December, like flu season, right? Like you worked in the closed place. Like some people got sick, but who knows what it was, right? Like how quick it got here. Like it's just some people were fucking almost dying, but this was before we even had a case here, or we thought we didn't have a case here. But who knows, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the things. Like, I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, the people that are going out, or the people that like don't take this serious, they probably don't know anybody that's been impacted yeah. until you meet somebody that one is like was at their deathbed, or two, you meet somebody that had somebody passed away, and that's when the shoot hits you hard. Like we're not ready to open like Hector we're, we're ready to open on Friday supposedly phase two yeah. right and, like and what, that's what's gonna happen like technically you work in restaurant right yeah you can technically go back but I think this fear that either the media is putting on us or the fact that we don't have the fear because we haven't met anybody that's impacted us like there's no knowing like it, it's a it's a flip of a coin at the end of the day no, and I think this will do good in the sense that not a lot of people, don't get me wrong, it's not like fucking Joe Rogan numbers. I'm not stupid either, but there's a lot of people listening, especially right now, especially with you coming back on, they're going to come and listen to this episode. And you're going to hey, be- this was in the comedy episode, but if Hector has me on for a third time, I will come with material. <laughs> but this was literally like, again, Last I, minute, was, yeah. I, was, I was more than happy to go on just to talk to Hector and, you know, Likewise. support his podcast, you know, Maybe you guys agree with their conversation. Maybe you don't. Maybe you like it. But right now, it's just you guys get to see a different side of me that it's just not jokes, right? Like, yeah. just a normal conversation between two buddies. And it's, a, it's a, what I always say. We're all like onions, dude. There's many layers to us. And when you cut us, we cry. But... Uh, <laughs> you cut us, we, we cry and possibly die, too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, and you know, like he was episode 26, so I know a lot of people heard his episode, but he'll talk about it. Me and him talk corona, you know, and just like I think he asked me, as a matter of fact, do you know anybody affected? I was like, no, oh, I've had people reach out to me, like people, different things. I'd rather not talk about that, you know, the corona. Yada, I was like, ah, oh, I'm not sure if I want to. I mean, I have no agenda, but I don't want to talk about conspiracy theories like that, you know, the 5G and shit. Like, I don't think that would make a that's not what I want to. I'm not here to be a fucking, I don't debate, you know, in, you want to debate me on fucking Corona 5G? Like, let's save the audience from that bullshit. Let's save, you know, I'm not an expert. What if this guy beats me in a debate and people come away thinking that 
their fucking five G is giving them Corona because I couldn't. Dude, those things are crazy. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So I'd rather just kind of. That's a different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know. It's whatever, man. So, what do you think about UFC opening up first, and then maybe baseball playing at, at a spring training facilities? Um, do you think sports will get back soon, or is that something that you don't? Because the NBA commissioner said that he doesn't want to test everybody. I don't know if you saw that article saying mm-hmm. not all not all players should be tested or something like that. That's crazy. They have the money for it. Like, they what's that? They have the money for it. I don't see why what the issue would be. I don't know. I have seen it, and then I think there's an event coming up this weekend, right, or the next weekend for UFC. For UFC yeah, uh, I'm gonna watch it. So I was gonna say I, I I'm a hypocrite because I I feel like they should wait, but their business multi billion dollar business and they're losing money. They're not gonna make any money on tickets. So they're expecting a bunch of people to buy um, the pay-per-view. Does that make sense to me? No. Do Have I ever ran a multi-billion dollar corporation? No. So I can't make that same judgment. You know, to me, it's like all you need is one person to get it. And I get it. The percentages of somebody getting it are significantly low if they're all tested before and all that. If they get it, the risk is low that they die. But if they were to die, like how would that just shut down everything for the remainder of the year? Like, nope. Because how do you tell your player, hey, you might die, <laughs> you know, for basketball or football or whatever it may be. And I get it, Thursday they're releasing the NFL schedule. So I feel like that train has left the station. You know, it's going to open. Do I agree with it? No. But at the same time, just the way I, you know, kind of thinking like, fuck, what am I going to do in two weeks for money? These guys get paid per week. Yeah, their check is a lot bigger than mine, but they have higher expenditures as well, you know. If they're waiting for that that's true hundred thousand right. dollar check for the week, they're like, dude, open this bitch up. You know, I'm about to lose my house, I'm about to lose whatever, my car, whatever. Yeah. So I agree. Put their, yourself in their situation. And then as far as the fans, like they're saying there might be no fans in attendance for a long time. It's for the best. It'll be a while before fans get there. The but US. I think that that this event might might break some records for paper party pay per view sales. Yes, if you know, think about the yeah, that's something for it's like we finally have some sort of sports on now, and this is what they're taking advantage. Did you read this article about the Trolls movie? Yeah, hundred million movie made like a hundred million or something yeah. like that, and movie theaters are upset because yeah. DreamWorks or whatever company made Trolls Universal. They're not going to carry that. any Universal movies anymore. So this is the, the this new norm. Possibly be the new norm yeah. where yeah. they film it and they go straight to that. I think I, you know, I, I, I like Disney. You know, I personally like Disney. Like I just like their movies and the fact that they put out their movies really quickly on the streaming service. You feel like you're getting your your money's worth off off their services. But Disney Plus moving into the new. That's what I'm saying. Like, what's gonna happen? Like. I think even months from now, like if we're all healthy and we're good, people are still going to be very hesitant to socialize. Some people don't, but I don't know. I think when, when, when Georgia opened up, I was legit expecting like a spike, like, you know, like a spike in debts, like beyond like super, super 
but I haven't seen anything. Uh, it takes three as, weeks, like, though. Person. It takes three weeks. Yeah, you're right. It takes about two, 14 days for you to get the, the symptoms. 14 days. And then you don't die right away. You still take about seven to 14 days. So that's what I was um, talking about today on, on Facebook. Um, what state was it? I can't remember the state. But they just reported like a thousand new cases today. And that just coincides with Easter Sunday, you know? Sunday. It was three weeks ago. And then what is this? The and what state that the, the I wish I can remember. But but you know, but just as far as people fucking I saw it on social media, right? People fucking barbecuing, going to friends' houses and all that. It doesn't take a day for you to fucking have the symptoms and shit. Yeah, that's true. It's gonna take two, three weeks. You're looking so, at 14 days. So and but, you're right, you know, it makes you think because you know, I was really stupid, man. Because once Disneyland said they were going to close down, I went so I can get one more day out of that <laughs> fucking shit. And I was very disappointed because the only reason I made this like calculator, not even calculator, but the only reason I went is because Disney was like, we have we have hand sanitizers every single place. I, I did not find one fucking station. But now that... I forget March 16th. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't have the exact date. But from there, like, there was a stupid move. At the end of the day, like, it was one of the dumbest moves I've ever made. Well, and, just to be fair, because you don't have social media and all that, I was not pushing it, but I was very vocal about, like, dude, I don't think this is for real. Like, look at the death rate. It's fucking point zero two. You know, like, no, no, point. Yeah, yeah no, no. 2%, not 002. And then uh, for Izzy's bachelor party, we went uh, off-roading and shit with Alex, who had just come from Italy. And I was like, I, yeah, I, was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, this is, I'll be cool. I'll be whatever. Like, this is no biggie. And so on my way up there, I was still posting memes and shit. Like, this <laughs> is not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, dude, trip out. You know what's crazy? Like, you're right. Like, I don't know if you have the Rollstar Hip Hop app or if you go on Rollstar. I don't. But they were showing footages back like in February and January of people dropping dead. People dropping dead and the hospitals, how packed they were and people like shaking, convulsing. A bunch of like crazy. You could probably still find it. But I saw the video and I went to the next hip hop. I went to the next big booty twerking. Like <laughs> it's, It was just like every day. Like you, you, you never thought like you, you, you never thought, like, it, w- it would come over here. Yeah. But, like, how you're saying, like, you went out to this thing, like, fuck it, you were posting memes about it. But yeah. we, we didn't know. But mm-hmm. I saw those videos from the beginning, like, people standing on bus stops and just dropping. Maybe I'll send you the link after. But was, back uh, to your story, man. But you're right. I know, I know what it is. We didn't pay attention to it. Came back on Monday, and I was still kind of, like, you know, I always prepared. So I took an extra day off Monday to go back to work Tuesday. And I don't know what I posted or I shared or something. And Izzy and Philip called me out like, dude, what the fuck? Like, yada, yada, yada. And I was just like, huh. Coming from these two people, it means more. You know, like, I love these guys. I trust these guys. Let me look into this. Izzy, I have nothing to it's, do. it's political stands, right? Yeah. Him and yeah, Philip. Izzy, Ooh, I, love, I like them. Love both oh, of them. Oh, Philip too. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, him. They're just very like, I don't know. They, they. They're well spoken. Like they, they don't talk out of their ass. Like I feel like yeah. you know, like I like let's say I brought up the whole Corona and Trump. Like 
I'm going based off like minimal stuff, but these guys like they can probably hold their own like for real talk, real real politics. Well, you, you've done so, great. I don't. I I mean I don't know much either. So you know, I think we've held our own in this. We're not trying to inform people. We're not. We're not CNN and shit. We're just two buddies catching up, and this is the topic at hand. Yeah, because this is what's happening. Current yeah. events. Current events. The guy focus. from Brazil said that the coronavirus is a fantasy. It's a yeah. minor flu. And there's a hundred thousand cases. And then he died, right? We didn't want to. And then the, I don't know if he died or not. But back to your story, man. With, with Izzy, one of the pastors kept holding um, mass, like in Texas or some shit, Oklahoma, and then he died from Corona. Like these things, you know, these things happen. Okay, but anyways, so I was like, okay, I'm off. Let me look into this. And I was going off numbers, right? But then the numbers started changing because, like I said, it takes two, three weeks for it to. Not just be diagnosed, but then before you die, another two, three weeks. So then the numbers just started going up. And I was like, well, what the fuck? Now the death rate is 3%. Or three times, I mean. So it was like 6%. And I said, well, that's a lot of deaths. But it wasn't that it was 6%. It was just at that day, 6% of the people with corona were dying because all the people that had been diagnosed weren't dying initially, but now they were. So just as the numbers changed, so did my opinion. So I was like, you know what? I was wrong. And I made so many posts, dude. I actually had to put up, hey, guys, I was wrong. Roast me. Do whatever what? you want. Yeah, dude. Because I, I, dude, I was out there like, dude, this is bullshit. And the thing is, the thing people forget is I put a poll on the podcast page. And I put a poll on my personal page like, is this shit real or not? And, dude, both people of them were no. like, everybody was like 90% was bullshit. Like, this is not real. And yet when I came out saying, hey, guys, I was wrong. Everybody was like, ah, you fucking idiot. See, that's why you shouldn't talk out of your head. Like, I was like. Motherfucker, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you voted on this shit too. Anyways, besides the point, no, yeah. let me so ask. I had an issue, like, a, hey, I was wrong, so take this seriously, please, because I was very, very wrong, and I don't want you to die in an unnecessary death. Now, with this, do you feel like it was? Do you feel like you were? You you felt like this is bullshit because uh, of the non-media or the fact that Trump said. This is gonna be minimum, or the fact that Doctor, no, okay. the Doctor Oz said, you know what, this is gonna be your 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 general flu, or Doctor Drew said, you know, don't worry about it. Is it because of that? No, that you, I, people were saying bullshit. No, no, or, I was saying because I was saying it. What made you of, think that it wasn't that? Not to use the word research. I said I was gonna use. I wasn't gonna use the word research anymore. But doing my own background info checks and shit like that on both sides, right? I was like, dude, 2% of the people are dying. 2% of the people are dying. Like, this is low death rate. Like, this is nothing. But then the thing that what I always go back to is that's the death rate. If you have every person that's sick in a hospital bed with a ventilator getting all the help they can, when you have 60 people in the lobby that are just dying because they can't get any help, that's when the death rate jumps. So that's when I said it's not about the death rate. It's about flattening the curve. And you could see my post. Well, I don't know if they're still up, but like, but so you know, not to give myself a cop, but I said that at the time, and I was very wrong, and I'll admit I was very wrong. But that's why I said like, it's about flattening the curve. You know, I I still get invited to go shit to do shit. You know, barbecues and whatnot. I'm just like, hey, no. People have told me, hey, come over for a beer. I'm like, no, doing this quarantine thing. I keep my interactions to a minimum, and for the first two weeks. I did not leave the house, you know, like I slowly, you know, pick up my daughter, fucking grocery shopping, things like that, you know, but 
all with very, very high precautions as far as like anything I could do. I don't, I don't think I hung out with anybody. I just barely saw my girl like last yesterday. And this was literally after like six weeks of not seeing her. Because at this point, like, I don't know. I think, I think that's why, you know, again, I haven't met anybody that's been impacted, but this is probably why we're still standing right now, right? Because of the decisions that we're making. Yeah. They're following the orders. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's opening up on Friday, like, I'm extremely hesitant to even go out. Yeah, same. We were talking about that earlier. I said at the earliest, I'm taking it week by week. As I mentioned before, I'm taking it week by week. Come weekend, I'll reconsider. Because if all these cases that were just reported this week, these last two, three days, are from Easter, then in the next three to seven days, some more people should start dying. You get me? That's just the way it is. So if it starts skyrocketing because all these people were going – you know, and think about it. Last week, people were at the beach before they were closed down again. That takes two, three weeks. So it's almost. So like next that. week, we'll find out whether yeah. it's spike, right? Like the 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 Wisconsin election, right? Like, oh, sorry. it was like twenty three people were infected, like by that. Yeah. I don't know. And we're so not ready, man. I don't. I'm this is like, like it feels like the Twilight Zone shit. You know, it feels like it's so surreal. Like when 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 Kobe passed away. What were you doing when Kobe passed away? Did you get the TMZ notification? No. I. It was a Sunday, and I had my daughter here. So we were getting ready to go to the mall because uh, we were going to go to Jumpin' Jam and Chuck E. Cheese and watch a movie. You know, like, I tried to stay busy with her. Like, this was BC, you know, yeah. before Corona. And so I was taking a shit, and I was on Instagram, and I just saw, like, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. And I was like, what? So I went on to... Um, like NBA, ESPN, SportsCenter. There was nothing. Nothing, huh? And so Just then I TMZ. went. No, I I looked up like Kobe dead. Nothing. Kobe prank. Nothing. So then I was like, who 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 did I see that from? Who did I see that from? Like tripping. Like who who posted that? And so by by the time I got onto Instagram, everybody was like blowing it up, like Kobe rest in peace. Kobe rest in peace. Kobe. And then so. I saw somebody screenshot like the TMZ thing and I, I, so I, you know, went on to Google and uh, TMZ fucking Kobe Bryant dead. And I was like, what the fuck? And it said confirmed, you know, like, like these fuckers are never wrong. And then I turned on the TV. I had to go wake up my brother. Like I went upstairs and I called my younger brother and I was like, Hey dude, what happened? He's like, I was like, Kobe passed away. You know, I was teary eyed. And he's like, Nah, I was like, yeah, he's like, I'll be downstairs in a minute. And then I turned on um, the NBA network and they, they were talking about it, you know, like fucking, and little by little things started coming, fucking coming out, you know, bunch yeah. of stories, bunch of conspiracy theories, bunch of fucking. They, the Did driver. you hear that story that he was assassinated? No. Did you hear that conspiracy theory? No. Google reported him as day of a day of assassination. Oh, yeah? Like, when you were to look up, not Kobe's death, but his day, they were quoted as, as an assassination. After this podcast, I'll go ahead and send you that, that YouTube of this guy on. Uh, he's uh, he's a, I think he came out, like, on The Sopranos. He's, like, an Italian guy. He has a, he has a little chunky guy, Italian guy. Um, Joe, no, not Joe. Tony, I forget. 
but he has he has somebody that that's a guest and he talks about a, a whole bunch of conspiracies about Kobe like that it was truly an assassination like who who the hell would have flown on weather like that when LA City County and, and and the police department no one was flying except him so this, this is a very good conspiracy theory that gets you thinking I never I I, I hadn't heard that before yeah, I'll send it to you, man. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna see things a little bit differently, right? I mean, we like to think that you know it's an accident, but once you see this one, it's like, uh, like the magic bullet kind of type of thing. Mm. Where were but you? I remember. Where were huh? you going? To, where, were, where were you? Where I was doing you? my bed. I was, I was, I probably had woken up and I was doing my bed, and I had the TMZ app, and I see Kobe Bryant, and I open it up. And it says Kobe Bryant dead. And I took a screenshot of it and I posted it on Facebook and like literally has like zero minutes like that it was just posted. Like I literally took a screenshot on the, like on the spot and I was like, no, no, no. Hector, my, my heart dropped, dude. Like to the, I felt gross. Like I felt so yeah. fucking, it sucked, man. It sucked. And I, and I messaged my brother and no one was reporting it. Nobody was reporting it. Except TMZ was the only one that reported it at that time. Then I remember because I was like, nah, this isn't true. And then I'm driving and then they're saying, oh, it was just Kobe and a few people. And then I was I was on my way to Torin and then no, his daughters was with him. I don't know. This is somebody that like it really hit. Like yeah. I haven't I'm, even seen his funeral special, like the one that had a staple center. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't watch it. And then this past episode of The Last Dance, I, I don't know if, if you've been watching it. I haven't seen it. Not, not I've seen the last dance, but not this one with Kobe. Yeah, like the, for the first same few reason. Minutes. Yeah, no, I said I was giving it some time, yeah. let it marinate because I actually did but, an episode, um, number twenty-four, dear Kobe. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I heard that one. The yeah. day after, I was driving. Were you driving in that episode? Yeah, I was driving home. Oh okay, I, I, yeah, I heard I it. to work because the day of, I how do I, you know, I already told my daughter we're gonna do this, this, and this, so it's just kind of like we were. We went about our day, you know, I was just like, my mind was elsewhere, but I don't get her all the time. So I had to make the most of them time with her. And kid you not, I heard my way. I don't know if it was on purpose, but I heard my way at. Um, the Frank Sinatra? Yeah, at Jumpin' Jammin'. I heard yeah. it at the Good old coffee life. shop we went to. And then at the movies. And so, you know, just like crazy. And I log on to Facebook, you know, just kind of because I had pulled like a fuck, dude. This, this one hurts, you know, in the morning. Yeah, and some random ass page I follow had me like a Frank Frank Sinatra um, tribute tribute like with the song yeah. right to Kobe's highlights, and so I screen I screen saved it and I fucking and since been been deleted because of copyright infringement, but luckily oh, I posted it on my Instagram, and it's still there like it's cut up into six pieces, and dude okay like, I, I got home. I'm gonna report you after. Yeah, feel free. They, I'm actually <laughs> blocked right now. I got too many likes and followers. That I think they seriously, they think I have a, a what did it say? A spot? Yeah, it said like, oh, if you use a a third party application to get followers, like you will. Be are you fucking. liking people? Or are people liking you? People are liking me. Your your podcast or yeah, your the personal podcast, page? Podcast. Because your personal page wouldn't get that many. It's blocked. Likes, yeah, it's blocked. Yeah. No, yeah, of course not. People don't really like you. That people much. don't. Yeah, I know. And uh, dude, the, people don't even know. You. A lot of people don't know who fucking hosts this shit, which is beautiful. So. Yeah, that's tight, man. Congrats. Oh, thank you. But 
it sucks, dude. <laughs> I just wanted to fucking post something today for the podcast. But anyways. So they so, have you blocked so you can't post or do anything? I could post stories. So I put on my story like, yo, I can't post shit. I've been bad. I've been bad. I've been a bad boy. Been a bad. Man, that's crazy. PayPal that's has me banned because somebody by the same name as me is wanted for by the FBI. What has you banned? Huh? What has you banned? You said something PayPal. has you. Oh, PayPal. PayPal. PayPal has me banned, Hector. Damn. I'm telling you, somebody by my name has me banned. So whenever I travel, I get put in the room and I have oh. to go through like a security screening every fucking yeah. time. You know, we should ask them for and that's why time. I don't like I don't I don't travel internationally as much. Last time I went to Cancun, it, it wasn't it wasn't too bad because I came back. But the other time like I came back and they're like, please come with me. And I'm like, oh, OK, <laughs> okay <laughs> cool. So they put me in a room with a bunch of like, I don't know, criminals or I don't know what it is. You and they what? ask me questions. What's up? I've actually read about this next time. You should write out a template, right? Like, hey, my name is George Vargas, yada, yada, yada. I have been detained, blah, 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 because of, of a mistaken identity. Can you please sign this? And it'll say, like, whatever his name is, his badge, and say it's fucking TSA and the date. Uh-huh. And so next time, you give it to whoever, like, look, this happens all the time. I am not that person. Check out this code or whatever. I've read about that on Reddit, actually, because it happens to people. There's a lot of people out there with your with name. With fraud, huh? Mm-hmm. With fraud, huh? Yeah. Like people that are wanted. I don't know. I just, I hate it. I, I hate it. And it's just, I'm a wanted man. Unfortunately, uh, Hector. Yeah. But to America's most do, wanted. Do you like to travel? I mean, I don't. I've never traveled to other states. I've only been out of state once. I do like it, but I just mean I never made the time for it. As I've gotten older now, I realize it's something I want to do. I want to take my daughter. I just showing her pictures of the Grand Canyon like a month ago. And she goes, that's beautiful. Like we should go. And I was like, and she already knows. So yeah. she's like, After the virus, I was like, yeah. So, um, no, you that's, have to travel, man. I, I, I'm going to do it more. I'm not just going to say it. I'm going to do it because I just the food, the culture, the scenery. I, I want to see these things, you know, like I'm like, we live in the greatest time to be alive. You know, we have fucking automobiles, airplanes, boats, trains, and to not take advantage of that is kind of doing a disservice to our ancestors. Yeah. What, what's, what's the first place that you want to visit? I want to see the Grand Once Canyon. Once it's all over. Oh, after this, oh, well, realistically, I'm probably going to go to the Chicken Bodega in Pico Rivera. That place is fucking bomb. Me and my daughter love it. Can't wait to go back. That's not Does she fucking... know what's going on with the world right now? She, well, like, she, I know she, she's like four, right? Yeah, she's four. Five. She's an advanced four, but she's four. She knows Does she's she not know, in school like... anymore. Yeah, she doesn't go to the store. She knows she can't go to the park. She knows she knows all of that. And That's so good, she, she just calls it the virus section. And, you know, her mom and I are still teaching her things at home. I'm doing what I can. She's doing what she can. It's a tricky spot because I read things like, oh, make sure they don't fall behind. But then I read things like, hey, this this pandemic we're going through, they're going through too. So don't be so hard on them. Let them be kids. So I'm like, what what do we do? Because this has never happened before. So how can I like keep her informed and educated, but at the same time allow her, you know, she misses her friends, dude. Honestly, like, I have her three, four days. Two of those days, she'll ask me, like, when, when can I see my friends again? She's asked me if I could FaceTime with the, the mommies in her class so that she can see her friends on their phone. And I'm like, I don't have Man, their numbers. And you, you don't have I their don't, numbers? I don't have their numbers. Like, I, I wasn't cool like that with them. Does, then, does, does, your, does your baby mama have the numbers for any no, of the moms? No. Like it no was, you tried already? 
No, no, I just told her, like, hey, have you reached out to any of the parents? Like, I don't talk to them like that. And I was like, me neither. Like, I was just wondering. And, you know, she misses her teacher. She'll talk about, like, oh, because I was there all the time, right, in her classroom. Like, remember when we did this? I'm like, yeah, she, that was so much fun. Can we do something like that? And I'm like, it's a group activity. And I'm like, oh, we could do it with <laughs> us. And so I keep it entertained. We do karaoke. We do dance-offs. We do talent shows. Stimulate the brain. You know, the last time I talked to her teacher, she just told me, like, whatever you're doing is working. So just be involved. Be there. Be present. When you pick her up, is is do you take precautions with that as well? Yeah. Like, do you yeah. feel hesitant? Like, is, the, is, is, is her mom, like, gives you hand sanitizer? Like, did you wash your – like, do you, you know what I mean? Like, in that situation where you're yeah. picking it up and when you drop her off, like, what is your, your, your routine when you do something like that? So I'll fill up the tank and I'll come home and shower, get everything ready, get a few um, pairs of gloves, even though I'm in the car by myself and I just showered. I wear gloves all the way there. I get there. She brings her out. She has her mask on. I have my gloves. I'll change out these gloves, put on fresh gloves as soon as I start interacting with her, put her in the car. We get home. We both shower. And I don't know what else we can do. And then we wash the clothes, we wash our masks. So I know some people will be like, that's too much. But this is my daughter, you know, I'm not going to risk her or my oh, family yeah. for anything. So, and the same thing, when we're about to leave, we shower. So there's, I mean, say we have it. Let's say I have the virus. I already gave it to her, you know, so I could see that argument. Like, well, she already has it. She's going to pass it over there. But no, so she has a fresh set of clothes. I have a fresh set of clothes. Same thing. She wears, I've posted it on my social media. She wears gloves, a mask, her sunglasses. Sunglasses are just for fucking, for... That like, Stilo, like uh, that look. What what's that one movie? Big Daddy, right? These yeah. glasses give you confidence. Yeah, and then she goes invisible, right. and and we play oh, that invisible. game. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't sorry, tell. I be like, where where are you? She's like, I'm right here. I'm right here. She doesn't even know about uh, huh? What? Big Daddy, but she knows that that's our thing. You got to start up now, man. And so it, I mean, it's tough on everybody. It's tough on everybody. My dog feels it, you know. Like like, dude let's go, let's go out. And, you know, we can't, but it's just the new norm, you know, like what is the new norm? Like, how are we going to adapt to this? Uh, Once you talking, get home from the store, what do you do? Uh, we put the things in the garage, unless the perishables, like in the fridge, and then we just leave them there for two, three days. Let them do you sanitize come. them or what? We just leave them in there. Everything we've read says 20, uh, 48, 72 hours. So just the fridge? Uh, no, outside, like the non-perishables, like the veggies and all that. And as far as the, like the, what about like boxes of cereal and shit like that? Nobody like, let's say you're going to eat. No, no, we, we we'll, like, we'll leave them there for two, three days in the garage. Usually more. Like I have, I'm not sure if you could see there's things there that haven't been touched. Like we just put it off to the side or in the garage. Like don't nobody, everybody knows not to touch them until they're in the pantry or whatever. Just because. Yeah. I, Cause different families have different things. Yeah. Like and that's here, the thing. I'll be fine, but it's, you know, my, my relatives that we're looking out for and we don't want you know that's what i always bring up like would would you be okay but saying okay well i was going out barbecuing the pool parties and then insert family member here passed away from corona did they get it from you maybe maybe not but are you willing to take that risk and i'm not and let the fucking dominoes where they fall where they may might have been an overreaction and i'm okay with living with that starting from scratch again won't be the first time so i'm like i've made my decision and I'll be fine, whatever the outcome is. Yeah, I don't know. This is the type of shit that it's like will be written in books. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. 
this is the shit that's like I'm broke, George. And I don't huh? use this as a complaint. Like I'm broke. Like I'm, I'm like, that's cool. This was part of the plan, you know. So when I'm okay with being broke because that was I knew this going in, you know, it's not a surprise to me. Like I was like, okay, you have enough money for six weeks. This is week six, so this is what was expected. So I was like, this is I'm okay. Like I, for the, I know people reach out to me, be like, "Oh, anything I can do?" Like, no, man, I'm good. I'm good. Good spirits, good health. That's all that matters. But, but that's what it. that's what like, and I think I go back to Hector. Like, yeah, you know, you're under a certain circumstance, right? And I can't relate. You know, I, I have not been in that situation. You know, like I, I've been fortunate enough to go from one job to another and and never be jobless. But I think given your circumstance, like when do you risk it all to get back on track? Like right now, okay, right now it's fine. And maybe you have loved ones that can let you borrow money, right? Whatever it is. But at one point will you stop this, the streaming service? Like when do you go hiatus? Like you don't want to get to that point where you won't be able to bounce back. Even though you've been there, when is your breaking point? You're going to have to have one. I fortunately fortunately it's not on the horizon you know it's been thought about but as i think things through now at least to the best of my abilities and i'm like i've been frugal so i could be more frugal i have not bought anything other than dog food in the last yeah last fucking two three weeks so i mean i mean i'm i'm surviving but not thriving you know which is not what we want so i'm saying if I made it this far, I could probably make it till June. And then I think that's a good idea of like, okay, this is what I need to do. This is what needs to be done. And I'm not that guy. But there's a lot of people that owe me favors, that owe me things. And I've never called in on them, you know, because I'm not that person. But if just the fact that I'm saying this kind of makes me already sound like a douchebag, like, oh, I'm going to start telling people, like, hey, remember when I did this for you? And that's not who I am. But I just feel like if I were to be like, yo, man, remember when I helped you out with this? Do you think you could be able to help me out with this? I think some people would be willing to just because I've never asked them for anything, you know, but as of now, I'm like, I'll be okay. I was stressed last week. Don't get me wrong. Last week was the first time I went two and a half days without sleeping. Like I finally napped. What's on your mind, Hector? Like, I'm what am I going to do? Next bill? I'm not really. Where am bills. I going to go? What am I like, going to do? What, like, What's keeping you up? everybody knows I'm an illegal immigrant. So it's not like I could just go. Amazon is hiring by the fucking buckload right now. They start at like 20 bucks an hour right now. I can't just drivers go, or sorters? Just sorters, warehouse. I can't go down the street. They like Five minutes, I'll be at the front door. I can't go and ask for a job. I won't get a job. They do background checks. They have the fucking social security thing. Like That's everywhere out here. So that's what worries me. Like, okay, let's say I, in a month, I say, okay, I'm ready to go out there it's still probably going to be like two, three weeks before I find a job. That's what's like, so do I start looking for a job now to have a job in two, three weeks? But where do you find something right now where restaurants are closed? So the best thing to do is wait for phase two to open up and then you look. Yeah, but You're so, right, Hector. So it's like, that's oh. why I'm not stressed because I say, okay, there's what quote I love and I hold dear is if you could control it, don't stress over it. You can control it. And if you can't control it, don't stress over it because it's out of your control. And that puts everything in there, right? You shouldn't worry about anything. So that's why. But last week, I don't know why. Maybe it was too much coffee. Maybe it was whatever. 
I could not sleep for the life of me. I went like, what was it, almost 72 hours without sleeping. Just because it was like every time I would lay down, it, it would instantly come back to me like, okay, don't be a dumbass. Like you're doing okay right now, but you need to make a decision. And I was like, that's why it's like, I was scared to make the decision to keep quarantine. I was like, would I rather be broke or lose a loved one? It's simple. You know, when you simplify it like that, it's very simple. So I said, I'll, I'll keep doing this. I know a lot of people are going to disagree. A lot of people are saying I'm overreacting and that's fine. I'm not putting their fucking family member at risk. So, you know, I, I'm allowed to do what I want. If they I'm not saying they are either. If they're taking their precautions or if they don't think it's real or if they don't want to whatever, let them do what they want. That's the beauty of this country. I'm just saying, I've thought about it. I've talked it over. And this is what, in my mind, is not only the right decision, but the best decision for me and my family. It's tough, don't get me wrong, but I try to stay busy. I mean, I don't know. Like, for me, like, I, I, I have anxiety, right? Like, I'll have these random... And I, and I don't know what triggers it, to be honest with you. I, I really don't know what triggers them. But I'll have this, like, sense of, like, doom, right? Like, just this past Saturday, I had like, a panic attack. And all I was doing was just playing PlayStation. But I, I could only think what you're, like, I don't know, man. It just, you'll bounce back. Like, uh, you've gone sure. 30 years. Fucking with this so you're making your own risk based on what you know what you can do um so that's something you can't take some you can't take it away but for me it's like i hope that you do get it as quickly as possible because uh, you know when you have your friends right you hate to see them down but right now like you i didn't know you weren't sleeping for them some days no no that was just that was last week um but that's just one but that's what happens next monday when no, I've, I've held it pretty well, It's another probably, week, you know what I mean? Maybe just because it was recently, like, you know, I wouldn't have brought it up unless it was like, I brought it up to Phil. Me and Phil did an episode that didn't save, but I uh, t- brought it up to Phil. I was just like, yeah, man, everything's good. But at the same time, I can't like lie to myself. You know, I got to deal with reality and that's the reality of the situation. I do what I can and there's no doubt in my mind that it'll be fine. You know, like I'll be fine because I've come back from worse. You know, so I'm like, this is just another hiccup. And thankfully, almost in a good way, like this isn't self-imposed. You know, I didn't do something and this is the punishment. Like this is just a lot of people in the same situation. And so they're going to have to come out of it somehow or another. And maybe that, maybe some of those people are fucking listening. So, you know, we're, you're not alone. Like, I don't feel like I'm alone. I know I got a great support group, great friends, great fucking listeners. I'll be like, I'll but be you're cool. guaranteed to have 30 million people that are that are going through what you're going through. Yeah, that's just the number already. But you're right. All the all the other ones, sorry, these are numbers that you're not that are not being calculated. You know what I mean? But you're staying positive. You're doing these podcasts. You know, keep busy. This is killing you. <laughs> huh? At least there's that. Uh, my daughter's yeah, great. My that. family's great, and the podcast is killing it. So hopefully. You know, and you that's what I'm right now, but you know, just stay safe. That's all yeah. I can really say, Hector. Same to you, man. I'm I'm good. I'm telling you, I'm good. I'm in a good place. I'm in a good place mentally, which I think is most important. Like I'm, yeah, we like I'm telling you, we're human, dude. I, I was, 
had just done a badass episode and reality just hit sometimes i'll just like oh fuck what am i gonna do the elevator hits you what you say reality hits you right oh i, I thought I, I heard the elevator hits you. No, I, I, <laughs> I had just done an episode as a matter of fact on on that tuesday or on that monday and you know she goes crazy like i was like fuck fuck you don't think about it and then you think about it for fucking two days but no, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like, I'm good. I really am good. I appreciate yeah. your concern. Right. I hope you are. Sorry, man. I'm out here. Something's biting me out here. I can see <laughs> these, these murder hornets that are out. Oh, dude, that's just what we need. They came from Asia, right? Am I wrong? Like Japan or something like that, dude. Right. Murder hornets. Just, that, uh, that's 2020 for you. Dude, that's 2020. Kobe, Australia. You know, there's an World article that three. went out that the Niners losing the 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 Super Bowl saved so many lives in Santa Clara or Clarita, where the hell they fucking Oh yeah, play. yeah. There's a whole article that said like a bunch of people could have been spared because remember in California, the the places that was hit the most that started here was was New San York Francisco. and San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. So they're saying, like, you know, by them losing, which, you know, we all got pleasure out of it. You know, they essentially lost a lot. They saved a lot of lives because the parade wouldn't have happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's, that's good. That's good on that end. That's crazy. Sorry, I'm not touching. I have a skin tag that just blew up on me. Oh, well, I mean, this has been a pleasure. You said, Mister One Hour, we've almost done two. Do you want to wrap it up, or you want to keep going a little longer? I know you probably still got. Yeah, my to phone's do. dying, man. Yeah, I mean, man. I, I, I had to brighten this on because I'm out here outside, so I don't have it plugged in, and I don't have the abilities of it. No worries. Um, Always a pleasure, George. Um, this isn't a self-help yeah. podcast, but uh, what do we call it? We call it Words of Wisdom. For those of you wondering, that's how we got into the self-help um, section. So it's not like I cheated the system. The system is there and self-help because the words of wisdom are helping people daily. George, you know the deal. Something for the audience, yeah. some words of wisdom. Honestly, like, you know, just to keep in theme of, of just Kobe, right? I think he had such a, a work ethic that something that I personally been just striving myself, right? Like, it's just to have like the mamba mentality right like no matter what happens you can still make sure you give it more and 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 the reason i say this is because like you know just recently i i went on salary right but my shift ends at three but i don't leave to like six seven because i still want to provide i i want to make sure that i feel accomplished you know what i mean like don't do the bare minimum so everyone that's listening, if you guys stuck around this long, they did. It's just more like whatever it is that you're doing, can you do more? Right. And will you be willing to give the energy to give more? And that's it, man. Just don't settle. Keep the hashtag mama mentality going. But guys, like I know, I think the expectation that Hector might've said in the beginning was that I'm funny and everything, but, Right now, it's just a different side of me. But Hector, if you're willing to have me, if people want me back, if 
the viewings are high, then we'll come at we'll come at it a different way, man. We'll come yeah. at it at a jokester, and then we'll be post Corona. We won't even bring it up. Yeah. We'll bring back the whole stories of. I'll give you a story of one time that I got pulled over with with Derek, and I got put behind the back of a cop car, and the cop was like, "Is this guy fucking high or what?" <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that story or, or another story that, you know, I, I went to a kickback and I told the cop. Don't worry, don't worry, Derek. He can't do anything to us. But I blacked out and I ended up with like six cops around me. So I have, I have a lot of stories to tell, man. Yeah, and I, uh, your intro was the time very that I quick. got left at Knott's the time that I got left at Knott's Berry Farm, and the person that took me ended up crashing their car. Oh, damn. so yeah, you know, we'll, we'll go through some good stories next time, man. But you know, your intro we'll, was we'll, quick we'll, and good. I just said. Um, good friend he was here on episode three and you came in so it was good so good episode right, dude. always a pleasure talk to you soon don't be a stranger dude i message you you've seen the fucking thread i message you reply here and hey, there. you gotta reply look, every day honestly it contact me on my cell phone number, man that's the All best right. way that you're gonna find me I, I don't have social media um just again facebook but again i'm not really on it um so cell phone all right Always a pleasure, George. Take care. Be safe. I'll see you soon. Zoom, zoom, motherfucker. Take care. Thanks for listening, everybody. Remember, if no one loves you, Hector loves you. We'll see you next time.